0: Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe.
1: Hello, my name is Claudia Thornquist. I'm President and CEO of Kodiak Copper. Kodiak is an exploration company focused on copper porphyry exploration in North America. Our most advanced project is MPD, a project copper porphyry in southern British Columbia, where we made last year a discovery that was a real game changer for the company. We raised $12.7 million just about a year ago, and that set us up for a large drill campaign in 2021, in fact, the largest ever buyer margin on the property. So it's a very exciting year for our company.
0: Claudia, good to see you again. Saw you in April. Uh, good, good to um, catch up with you. Uh, would love your thoughts on what's happening in the market. Game changer for you last year. It was a good year for a lot of companies last year. Um, copper should be going through a renaissance. I should mining generally, but I'm looking at the markets. Even copper is not impervious to what seems to be a massive slump in the mining sector. What's going on?
1: Well, that's a very good question and a very difficult one. Um, Probably if you ask 10 different people, you'd get 10 different answers. In copper in particular, the copper price still is above um, $4 and copper producers are making really good um, returns. But yeah, the market in particular for junior explorer have has been very sloppy all over the summer and share prices are not going anywhere um, in our case we had good exploration results out and it's very frustrating to see that the market doesn't appreciate them our share price is more or less going sideways and yeah it is what it is um and um hopefully, the interest will come back into the market. Kodiak certainly has lots of news coming, so lots of catalysts, and hopefully that'll sort of ignite some momentum.
0: It's, it's kind of funny actually, because they, when I speak to CEOs, you're right, every time I ask someone I get a different answer, because no one knows. The usual rules of uh, mining don't, don't seem to apply. Supply and demand don't seem to apply. Financing don't seem to apply. It's confusing times. I guess you're going to say to me, just, "I just, I, can control what I control, and I'm going to get on and do what I do." So we better talk about that. So what have you done <laughs> since April?
1: Um, well, we've been very busy. We have a the largest drill campaign, as I said, at the MPD project underway ever and are drilling with two drill rigs. um, We'll have some 40 plus holes by the end of the year and drilling is going well. We've had the first set of results in the summer which was a big step out of more than half a kilometer of the original discovery and in that step out we discovered high-grade material, mineralization. So we know more than half a kilometer away from the original high-grade discovery, we still have high-grade, which is of course fantastic. So we're very pleased with those results and we've been uh, drilling more and have more results coming out imminently. Actually, we have been promised the results from the lab by late September, early October. We don't have them yet, but we expect them any day. So expect the next set of exploration results within the next couple of days. Okay,
0: so it's it's been I know you raised the 12.75 you know earlier well off the, off the back of last year's activity you've laid out a drill program you've only got two drills going it's what why at that pace could you not step up the tempo here would that would that make a difference or do you need do you need to do things a certain way
1: but what we are doing is really exploration drilling we hit a high-grade zone with the gate zone in a large porphyry system. And our job now is to figure out how much of this high-grade mineralization do we have? How does it extend? Where is it? And it's really exploration. So with every hole, we learn a lot. We generate a lot of data. We are able to better vector in on the high-grade porphyry centers. And that's really the stage where you have to do a lot of thinking to drill wisely. Whereas then in later stages, when you do infill drilling, resource drilling, that's really where you can throw lots of drill rigs at your work and drill fast because you know already sort of what we have, you have roughly, you're just filling in. So at this stage with our two rigs, that's as fast as we want to go to really make sure we drill wisely and um, make the best of our drill money.
0: Right. So, right. OK, it's exploration drilling. I ask these questions because they're the most often asked questions of us. Right. Um, so, in terms of the type of drilling that you're doing, in terms of the, 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 not a lot of holes, but you know, what are you drilling down to? Are you doing any dr- uh, deep drilling here, or is it all relatively shallow?
1: We drill down to around seven to eight hundred meters. So, our approach, or how have, we have been successful, is to drill deeper than the shallow historic drilling on the property. Just as a reminder, there's a lot of historic drilling on the property down to on average 120 meters was the drill hole length historically and most holes less than 200 meters. So we drilled deeper and that's where we discovered a high-grade mineralization. So on average, we drill, we aim for 700 to 800 meters per hole, which is reasonably deep, but keep in mind other porphyries in British Columbia are drilled down to 1500 meters. So, um, it's not very deep, but still we're drilling long holes. And yeah, we will be drilling, as I said, some 40 of them this year and some more than 25,000 metres. And that's certainly a substantial drill program. Right.
0: And is that this calendar year you're talking about there? Another 40? Yeah. Right. Okay. So, obviously, right. Drill results slow. Are they slow coming out of assay labs or are they just, you are going at a certain pace and that's... What's going? To, what we can expect going forward. I mean, how quickly is this data going to get into the market, all these 40 holes?
1: The AC labs are very backed up. Um, we're not alone. I think it's a similar situation to last year where all the explorers are waiting longer than they were hoping for their results. We have lots of holes in the lab, but um, not so many results back yet. The throughput times are eight weeks. At, uh, at a good time, it's maybe three weeks, so more than double, almost three times. So yeah, it's just taking its time. But So far we have six holes. We'll have another six to eight coming and then lots more over the autumn and winter. We also have some sampling. We took 1800 um, soil samples. We have some rock samples. All of this will come over the winter. So I mean, lots,
0: lots to look forward to. I mean, you were delayed, I know you put a release that you were delayed by the wildfire. We've certainly lots of companies who have been affected, not just by the fire, but also by the smoke, etc. I mean, how much of a delay did that cause to you?
1: Well, we were fortunate. We closed down for a week out of precaution because all the escape routes, the highways around our property were all blocked with fires. And obviously we didn't want to run the risk of having a crew stuck on the project with no escape route. So we closed down the rig for a week, but then we're able to pick up the work again. And so it hasn't caused us uh, material delays, Um, but it was certainly a challenging drilling season for everybody. There were droughts, there were obviously all the fires and the the smoke and, and kudos to our technical team. We um, persisted, and and yeah, we are on budget, going a little bit slower than we were hoping, but nothing material, and we'll have, by the end of the year, um, a big bill program that we'll have completed.
0: Okay, and let me talk to you about costs. Have costs gone up? I know the assays are slower, but because of the amount of work there are you sort of seeing increased costs? Because the one the bit I want to get to is you raised that you raised twelve point seven five. How quickly are you burning through that? Is it you know on budget as it were, i.e. on schedule, or are you gonna to need to raise money at some point in the near future?
1: Well we're on budget and um, are a little bit behind in terms of meterage. we'll come a little bit lower than our original target. And um, that means we are fully funded for the year and well into next year, so we are under no pressure of um, to finance, which is obviously, with the markets where they are, a very good place to be in.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you're not under any pressure financially. And are you, do you think that the markets at the moment, because everyone's in the same boat, you're not under any pressure to perform for shareholders? What you, would you be saying to shareholders? Well, look. You know, we're doing what we can. Uh, the market is not going to react to whatever we put out, so just bear with us. It'll be fine eventually. I mean, how, how do you appease or calm the nerves of, you know, shareholders looking at this and going, "I'm not sure if this is going to break through. I'm not sure if I should stay invested in this thing." How, how should they think about this?
1: Well, I think in our case, what investors are really waiting for are results at this point, because our last. Set of results were in July, and we are due for results now. And I think that's real, really the catalyst that that many investors wait wait for. So the calls I get from shareholders are often, "When are your results coming?" And yeah, we expect those very soon. And that's going to be an important next step. But, but
0: why aren't why aren't you doing them monthly? Why is it sort of quarterly? What what what's the delay? It can't just be the assays. If you put them in every month, you probably get them back every month. Would that be a better messaging to the market
1: well it's um a bit of a of a of question you have to put something out that makes sense if you go hole by hole by hole um our chairman chris taylor put it very well then the um the readers or the investors don't see the forest for the trees because one single hole doesn't really tell a story. It doesn't really make sense. So you want to put out a number of holes, a couple of holes together so you can actually see some progress and can see what it means, how the mineralization has increased and, and just um, something that makes sense. And now if you think a hole, that's, um, that's seven hundred. 800 meters long, that takes 10 10 days to drill. So if you drill um, a a number of them, that's easily two months. And then you put the lab time um, into consideration. And yeah, so it just takes some time. And so we'll have lots more use coming. Um, There won't be one every week. It'll be one every, whatever, six weeks or maybe four. Okay.
0: okay, again, given the, con- given the context, I am just trying to get in the mindset of the, the management team and the challenges that you face every day is, given what the market's doing, and given the speed at which the drawings coming coming through and I get I, I get that answer it makes total sense you don't want to put up bits of information you want to piece together a story for them but what's the story that you guys are trying to piece together internally about the whether it be MPD, well which was the kind of key focus and I guess mojave to a lesser degree what is the way that you're approaching this what's the what, what What's the best way that you feel you need to approach that drilling to be able to give you the information and confidence to go and raise more capital or understand the size and scale of the opportunity here? Because everyone's looking for a good copper story. Mm-hmm. You've got to come at it the right way. So can you just kind of help us understand what, the, what your program is internally to allow you to have mm-hmm. your conversations internally?
1: Well, with the porphyry, you're looking for two things. You're looking for size. Porphyries are big. Elephant deposits can be. And you're looking for high grade zones. Typically, you've got a large envelope of lower grade mineralization and then some high grade zones. And those are very often crucial for the economics. So, yeah. So, what's high grade? What's, what's low grade?
0: Give, give us those numbers. What, what would you consider low grade?
1: Well, low grade would be intercepts of 0.2% copper, maybe. High grade, half a percent or more copper. So if you look around us, the mines in the vicinity, Copper Mountain and um, Highland Valley, their reserve grades are 0.24 and 0.3% copper. And their cutoff grade is 0.1% copper. So that gives you a bit of a sort of benchmark of what grades um, you will be looking for in a project such as ours. And yeah, so we'll be looking for lots of intercepts um, that are 0.2, 0.3% copper that give us this size, this large mineralized mineralized envelope. And at the gate zone, we discovered a high-grade porphyry center where we had significantly higher grades, two, three times those grades. And um, that's obviously a fantastic start. We are drilling that further to see how much of this high-grade mineralization we have. And then the next step will be to also test other interpreted POFI centers that we know are there from historic drilling, shallow drilling, and also test those deeper. And actually one of those other centers uh, where we will be replicating exactly what we did at the gate zone, that's called Dillard, and we will be doing this this autumn. Actually,
0: okay. So, how do? You, but again, how do you package that, right? Because if you put some headlines out, and went 0.2, 0.3 grade, the market would be, oh my goodness, that's that's a nightmare. It's a disaster. So you you can't do that. You've got to put it. You've got to package that and say in terms of give people an understanding of the contained metal potential. That's the, that's the big number. So. If you're not putting it, if you're putting out 0.5, you'll go, okay, that's not bad, or you know you know, or, or, or higher. So you can't put information out randomly, as you were saying earlier. So, how do you go about painting the picture of what you're seeing with the bits that you're drilling? Because these step outs you're doing are meaningful. I think that's really brave. I think that should be commended. But you've got to be careful that you don't have too little information, don't you? It's a bit of a risk.
1: Well, you always have a mix of higher grade holes, lower grade holes, just, just the, the nature of the game. And um, keep in mind, 0. 02 0.3%, that's what's mined in the vicinity. And if you look at the, um, the, the results that our neighbors, for example, at Copper Mountain, are uh, putting out, that's everything but a nightmare. I would say they're at the moment generating a lot of cash and that's at a grade of 0.24% Copper. That's what BC porphyries um, um, are typically in that ballpark and yeah, they are very profitable. So if we drill 0.2%, we're certainly not unhappy at all.
0: Okay, but you know what I mean, that's an average number. People mm-hmm. look at headlines and there's a way to play the market yep. and there's a way to do the drilling properly. You're clearly doing the drilling properly. And I just I'm sort of intrigued about, you know, given your experience and given the team involved here, you know how to present the information. And that's what I'm saying. At the moment, I it feels like there's not enough information coming out regularly enough. Um, and that that's why I'm kind of pushing you on this one about what can your shareholders expect to see coming down the down the line. What type of information and how regularly?
1: Well, I mean, the investors are mostly looking for the high grade um, intercepts and well, the high grade zone. And certainly, so are we at this stage as we are exploring the, the gate zone further. Our um, step out hole was 242 meters of 0.52% copper equivalent. That was. Um, obviously, we were pleased with that, and we are drilling more of this high grade zone. So, certainly um, expect more high grade intercepts, and um, but we'll also have um, more information about the larger lower grade envelope, which is equally as important.
0: Right. Okay. Well, like, I, I think I just wanted a quick update from you to make sure you know things are progressing and moving. More importantly, there's a lot more news coming down the line imminently, and cash is. Uh Good for now and into next year. So, look, appreciate your time today, Claudia, and um, we'll speak to you again soon, okay?
1: Thank you. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.